Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. Actually, we're going to back it up to 26 to kind of give you a little bit of a lead-in context to what's going on here. You remember yesterday, the Lord through Joel was telling the people to rend their hearts, that he wanted their hearts to be repentant, not just to tear their clothes outwardly, but to experience this repentance at a heart level. We talked about the significance of that as it relates to faith in Christ in yesterday's podcast. After the people repent in chapter 2, then the Lord is going to have pity on them. And there are several verses describing what it'll look like for them to be restored into good graces with him. And the threshing floors will be full of grain and the rain will be falling and all this symbolism for God's restoration pouring out over them. Let's look at verse 26 and 27. gives you an example of some of these assurances that God gives his people in response to what will hopefully be their repentance. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and there is none else and my people shall never again be put to shame. Now here's where we're at in verses 28 through 32. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit. If you're familiar with the book of Acts, the day of Pentecost, this should sound familiar to you more on that in a second. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness, the moon to blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said, and among the survivors shall be those to whom the Lord calls. So this is a text that Peter referenced in the book of Acts. We're going to flip to that and look at it here in a second. But before we go there, Most Jewish interpreters back in the day understood this passage to be a reference to the Messianic age. Of course, that's the time when they believed the Messiah was going to come. And of course, Jews are divided on that now. There are a few Jews that are Messianic Jews. They believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, and so they are Christian Jews. Uh, Most Jews, however, don't believe that Christ was the Messiah, and so they're still looking forward to a Messianic age. At any rate, interpreting these verses as referring to the Messianic age is something that the early church followed in line with. And before we go to Peter in Acts 2 on the day of Pentecost, also should refer to those two verses, or three verses, 30 through 32. It's talking about these columns of smoke and the moon turned to blood, etc., etc. And there are a couple different places, ways to take this. One would be that some interpreters think that these events of judgment some of which did not take place at Pentecost, will be fulfilled later on. So some of the things, like the pouring out of the Spirit, did happen at Pentecost, but some of the other things did not happen at Pentecost, and they will be fulfilled more fully at the end of time when God uh, judges people in the world. Other interpreters don't believe that this is being 
fulfilled literally in any sense. So anyway, if you want to get a mind into how Peter understood it, which that's, by the way, is always a, a good practice. And I don't know if you're like me, but more familiar with the New Testament than the Old Testament. And you're reading through these accounts in the Gospels or in Acts or in the Epistles, and somebody will quote an Old Testament passage. Many times it's a prophet. And in my mind, I was always like, oh, some prophet way back there said these words. I'm not totally sure what the significance of this is, but whatever. We'll just read through this and get to the important stuff when they're done quoting this old scripture that, that I don't understand. Well, now that we're in the old scripture that we didn't understand and we're starting to understand it better, this all takes on a little bit more significance. We understand the context uh, that it comes from, and that's kind of exciting. And so this is Peter uh, in on Pentecost, and he says in Acts chapter 2, verse 14, But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voices and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who dwell in, in Jerusalem, let it be known to you and give ear to my words. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. Remember, the Spirit came down on them, and they started speaking in different languages, and everyone said, oh, these guys are drunk. Peter stands up. They're not drunk, as you suppose, suppose since it's only the third hour of the day. That's about 9 a.m., now, if this is a college football tailgate, yeah, people be drunk in 2021. But this is not customary back then. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men dream dreams. And even on my male and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And he goes on to quote more and more of this. And it's remarkable that Peter, if you want to understand how we should interpret Scripture, it's good to go to the people who walked with Jesus and who God used to author other portions of Scripture, namely First and Second Peter in Peter's case in the New Testament, and see how they interpret this Scripture, because that will help us interpret it the right way. We can guess that they had a correct understanding of this. And what Peter is saying is this day has come. This is the Messianic age. Jesus Christ was the Messiah. This is the Messianic age that the Jews were expecting this prophecy to apply to. And right now, before your eyes, the Spirit of God is being poured out on all men and women who are believers. In the Old Testament, the Spirit of God was only poured out once in a while and not on everybody. Uh, Samson, for instance, the Spirit came over him and he became strong and did what he did. And in different places throughout the Old Testament, we've seen the Spirit at work in people's lives, but there's a day coming from the perspective of the Old Testament writers where God's Spirit would be poured out on all people. That's what was prophesied, and that's actually what happened the day of Pentecost. Jesus has died, he's risen, he's ascended to heaven, and now he's leaving behind his helper, the counselor, the spirit of truth, who will dwell in the hearts and the minds of all men and women who trust Jesus Christ. And we can be thankful for that. Who knows what it would be like to live without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the conviction, the wisdom, the insights, the ideas, the words to speak, the words not to speak. The Holy Spirit is huge in our lives, friends. And this is something we take for granted, that we're living in the Messianic age, the age after the Messiah has come, where we're just gifted with the Spirit if we believe in Christ. That must have been something to be among the generation of people who went from not having the Spirit to then having the Spirit once God poured it out on all people. What a gift. 
What an amazing prophecy in Joel, and thanks be to God. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.